Welcome back to Tipsy Tailgate Media. Speaking socks, and we've got a good one in store for you. We have the new equipment. If you didn't hear, we said it on the last podcast to vote for us on the Quinnipiac Podcast Awards, sponsored by WQAQ. Uh, and we won Quinnipiac's crowd favorite podcast. Big shout out to everyone there. WQAQ. We won going away, Aiden. We won going away. We we really did a good job. We uh we took that one away. We had a nice little panel. Took some pictures. We uh we made a good good event out of it. Good night, and uh, most importantly, I mean, we got the honor. And if you hear the quality being even better than maybe usual, it's because we have our new roadcaster, uh, Pro, which is a nice setup right here. We got two mics, yep. and uh, we're ready to go, right, Ben? Yeah, always ready to go, Aiden. Um, and the Sox have a bit of a surprise year right now, given how well they've played. Maybe they don't have the Best record in the world, but hey, I mean, who thought 30 games in they'd be above 500 right now? So, I mean, honestly, today's going to be a rare positive episode out of me for speaking socks. I usually come in here, yeah, first of and the year, them. Um, but hey, I- I'm excited about how this team's trending, yeah, definitely. I mean, quick spectrum of the season so far, we've been, you know, we've been winning. Series here and there, we've been t- uh, tying up series, and we've been staying competitive in almost every series so far. Uh, one of the things I do want to say is, you know, we are missing some guys. Obviously, Trevor Story, probably not until a little bit more than half of the season. Uh, Adam Duvall had a scorching start to the season, and he's been hurt. Uh, and he will probably really good be good update on him today, too. Yes, exactly. So, it, things are trending positively. You know, Tanner Houck on the mound right now as we're doing this podcast watching this one he's been pitching unreal uh you know chris sale has had what two positive starts in a row yeah yep very encouraging uh and you know it's things are looking not half bad if you're a Sox fan right now um you gotta like what you've been seeing and you know it's encouraging like you were saying man yeah i mean one thing too is if you're a boston sports fan this is the kind of team that you love to root for they're underdogs they're a scrappy group. Um, they already have 11 comeback wins this and year. four walk-offs. 11 out of 16 wins are comebacks. So, I mean, that's something that, as a fan, you just have to respect. Uh, they might not be the most talented team in the world, but, man, are they working their asses off. And it, it's a joy to watch right now. Yeah, I mean, talk about a joy to watch. This team is third right now in the MLB in runs scored, only behind the Rays, who are off to record starts, oh, yeah. uh, and the Texas Rangers, another team that we talked about on the podcast. Yep. A big surprise team. Big surprise team and uh, impressive so far. Yep. But then it's right there is us, and we don't have the record like the the Rays or the Rangers do, but we're putting runs on the board. 172, that's good enough for third, as I mentioned. Um, a team average of 264. 42 team home runs, which compared to the Rays, 61 is kind of crazy, but um, nobody's going to keep up with that start. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I really like is our walk rate, 105. You know, we're getting on base, and uh, while the stolen bases might not be there yet, we've only been picked off stealing once. So they're getting on, the guys are getting on walks, the guys are getting on over hits, and they're staying on, and that probably plays into how we're getting all of our runs. And, you know, so far, it's very encouraging, and the Sox are being the Sox, especially Devers, leading the league in doubles, um, 67. And, uh, you know, we're right there in the bunch for home runs. You know, we're fifth in the league in home runs. 
it's been a good start to the season. Yeah. Ben, what do you think? Yeah, I'm I'm one one thing that you or one person I should say that you just mentioned there, Raphael Devers. This guy, he's my MVP right now of the entire league, of the entire American League. He's carrying this team on his back. And obviously he now has a guy in Masataka Yoshida. I know that we're definitely going to talk about him a little bit later. But those two, oof, they are looking like a fierce two-headed monster uh, in these next few seasons. I know that we have, obviously we have Rafi locked up for a long time. I believe they gave Masa, what, five years? So four years after this one. Yes. And, I mean, listen, if you if you weren't excited about signing Masataka Yoshida and you weren't aware of who he was before the Sox signed him, now you, you know. better be excited now. Now you know. You better know. be excited now because... This guy is worth every penny that, they, that they're paying him. You just homered about five minutes ago in this game. Uh, we're watching the Sox-Blue uh, Jays on May 2nd, and 3 nothing right now, fifth inning. But like, like we talked about, I mean, Rafi has been good. I mean, good. good. Rafi has He's been, been great. great. <laughs> Rafi has been great. Um, 27 ribbies. 27. Yeah, 27 RBIs. That's good enough for the tied for the fourth spot. Uh, on the league, 10 home runs. That's good enough for tied for the third spot uh, right behind Muncy and he's still Alonso. still one in the AL, right? Uh, yes, he is. It is, yeah. Uh-huh. He is top, He is first in the AL in home runs. Um, I mean, this guy's, we know how good Rafi is. He's got oh, yeah. seven doubles uh, on the year, which, you know, He's always going to be right there in the top 10, top 5. He has been since he was like 19 years old. So He's incredible. And, you know, extra base hits are what get runs, mm-hmm. you know, across. As as much as you want a guy who can get a base hit for you, as uh, Kiermaier just did in this game. Yeah. But, uh, you know, doubles, triples, home runs, those are so valuable in this league. And especially from a guy that is hitting, what, either in the second spot or the fourth spot, depending on what core is feeling yep. on the day. Uh, so far this season. And can we give uh, Alex Cora a lot of credit right now? He's done a terrific job so far. It seems that he's given the right guys the day off every single time throughout the season. You know, sometimes you, you go into a day, you see that he's given one guy the day off, you're like, oh, no, we're screwed today. And then a guy like Ref Snyder comes in, and he'll get a couple of hits for you. So Cora really has his... Uh, his thumb on the pulse of this team. He understands this team, and he is managing his ass off. So I think that's another guy that we have to give a ton of credit to. Yeah, so now I want to talk about some guys that are impressing you so far in the season. Um, I'm going to start first because, you know, Benny knows me as the prospect guy. <laughs> and uh, one of the guys I was really high on last year, uh, Jaron Duran, you yeah. know, outfielder, played in the World Baseball Classic for Mexico alongside uh, his fellow teammate, um, Alex Verdugo, and he's been great. He had a great World Baseball Classic. He came up a couple games into the season, and right now he is 21 hits on the year with only 52 plate appearances or 52 at bats. That is just behind Kike Hernandez with over with more than double the at bats. He has four less hits than Kike. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duran has been scorching hot, hitting 404 right now. Two home runs, uh, 11 RBIs, and two stolen bases. He's a guy that not only adds a ton of speed to the base pass, uh, there were times last year where he struggled defensively, dropping a couple pop-ups, whatever it was. I mean, 
he's been fine so far, knock on wood. He's been good in the outfield. And the most important is he's been hitting, and I'm really impressed. He's been a guy that's been so fun to watch since getting called up, and I hope he makes it as a regular in this lineup. You know, honestly, what I think the plan should be going forward is, you know, you get Justin Turner at first base for the yes. remainder of the season or yes. at second base, whatever the situation works out with, you know, Arroyo, Emmanuel Valdez, and we'll get to him in a little bit. But you get Justin Turner at first. You take Casas out of the lineup because he can't hit for shit, and we'll get, to, we'll get to him in a little bit. Uh, and then I think you put Adam Duvall at uh, DH, and I understand he's an incredible fielder, but... I feel like you want Yoshi to get that experience in left. You don't want Yoshi to DH in his first year. You want him to to grow on the green monster. And then Verdugo is also very solid in right. So I don't know why you would take Verdugo out of right. So as much as it might not make sense for a great fielder like like Adam Duvall to DH, it might be the move. No, it, it, and right? I, I agree. When Trevor Story comes back, though, he should be your DH because his arm, it's just not there anymore. It's not existent at this point. Obviously, he's coming off of Tommy John. And it'll be similar to what Bryce Harper did, who mm-hmm. actually just got back yep, and starting his injury, first game today. And it's a good way to rehab your way back, is playing DH. DH, Harper's playing first, I believe, also. Mm-hmm. Story, will DH for us? I mean, I agree. Completely agree with that. Is there anyone that stands out for you, Ben? The guy that's standing out to me, I mean, I could talk about Raphael Devers for hours on end. He is one yep. of my favorite athletes going right now. Um and I love Masa, as I just mentioned, Yoshi. I love him. But the guy, I've always loved him uh, ever since the Sox got him. He's always had a fire to him, a real competitive edge, and he's probably the most clutch player on the team. Verdugo is just nasty. Alex Verdugo, he is so good. He gets every big hit for this team. Uh, he keeps them in games. He's winning them games and extra innings. What, he has four walk-offs right now? Three, he has three out of the team's four walk-offs, and he's leading the team in hits by 11. That's insane. <laughs> it's insane. And I would argue that he's their best fielder right now. When does he he's fuck been phenomenal. up? When does he fuck up? He has been phenomenal, Ben. And, and I mean, he's also he's a great base runner. Um, he turns a gap or single into a double almost every game. Almost every game. Uh, it's just a little a knock up the middle or a knock uh, between the the second baseman, the first baseman, he, and he turns it into two bags. So, I mean, I'm loving Verdugo's game right now. Um, alongside with uh, with Doogie and Yoshida, obviously those guys have to get put in this conversation. But I- I'm going to have to go with Verdugo. It would have been Duvall if he uh, if he didn't break his wrist earlier in the year. Obviously, that, that sucks. Uh, I think this team would have a far better record right now if he were playing. But then again... If Alex Verdugo wasn't playing the way he is, this team would be nowhere close to where they are right now. I completely agree. Verdugo, to put his career on kind of a spotlight right now, his career total, most home runs in a season, is 13. Right now, he has five. 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 So, five home runs. I mean, if imagine Verdugo, imagine the Verdugo we get. If, if he can get 20 his home average runs stays year. up and he gets 20 to 25 home runs, can you imagine that? If he keeps playing like this, he's going to... Definitely an all-star. That's definitely an all-star appearance. Um, oh, my God. They're falling apart right now. They are falling apart. Oh, the Jays just put put three up on us in this inning, and it's tied 3-3 right now. Um, but to get back to Doogie, yeah. um, if he keeps playing like this and the Sox are, are able to contend to be a team that plays in October, 
Verdugo could get some MVP votes if he keeps up this play. Completely agree. Now, I do want to touch on some guys who were disappointing, and then we'll get to a couple guys that you want to watch. Let's watch for them, and that's going to be our next topic. After we go to our disappointment so far, I'm going to go with, you know, I'm going to leave Casas for you. I, oh, I, I appreciate that, sir. I appreciate that. <laughs> I know how much you want to pick on Casas, and, you know, I don't blame you at all. <laughs> He's so um, bad. I really, I truthfully, I don't blame you. Uh, but but looking around on the Sox team so far, you know it's been a interesting start on the season. The starting pitching has not been the best. The relief really hasn't been bad at all. The relief has been, you know, the, the bullpen's been a highlight of this team. Yeah. Oh, okay. Another guy. I can't believe we forgot about him. I know we were talking Kenley? more about position players and pitchers. Kenley Jansen is the best closer in the AL right now. He's been lights <laughs> out. Lights out. Kenley's is phenomenal. Is he 2-0 in the year? Round of Does applause two for Kenley. I know he has about like five saves, five, six saves. He's got one win. He's got six saves. Yeah. Yeah, he's been phenomenal. He's been one, a 104 out. ERA. And he was a guy that exactly I know. Exactly what's advertised. I know that you were concerned about this as well. I was. The pitch clock I thought was really going to hurt him. But he's turned back the clock. He yeah. looks better now than he did his... Last year in Atlanta and the the years before that when he came to his end in, in L.A. He yeah. looks like Kenley Jansen at 26 years old right now. Yeah, And I'm going to be honest, we all, I think most people honestly thought, most, most baseball fans at least, thought that the pitch clock was going to be more of a challenge for pitchers than it actually turned out to be. And yeah. I think a big thing with that is it did prove, you know, the MLB is right. It's not the pitchers needing this much time. It was them... You know, kind of lollygagging, taking babies. their time, being babies. Exactly. Oh, it's a shot. That's gone. Far show to right center, and that's gone. Oh, that's going to hurt. All right. That's a three-run bomb. Well, they're going to need another comeback tonight. Maybe a walk-off. We'll see. Why are they celebrating um, catching the ball? Yeah, they got to throw that thing back. You should be kicked out of Fenway. <laughs> that's what we did. When we, when we caught the uh, Cedric oh. Mullins homer, we gave it right back to somebody else. We didn't want to see that thing. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so a guy that I do want to touch on as being a little bit – of a uh, upset, um, I guess upsetting so far. Not necessarily a guy that's been bad. Um, just kind of someone that you expected I, more. I'm expecting a little bit more on, and I'm gonna go with a kind of a combination of two guys right here: Garrett Whitlock and uh, Nick Pavetta. Whitlock's a fantastic. So, choice. so Whitlock is ooh, almost make that play there, Justin Turner. Um, but that's another guy who deserves some credit. Turner's been very good. Yeah, and Tur- yeah, slow start, but he's been getting going and he's been playing great uh, thus, thus far. But not really what you could say for Whitlock at this point. Uh, six a six one nine ERA, uh, one win, two losses. He's allowed nineteen hits on the year, and he's pitched a significantly lower amount of innings than I guess expected. But also, you know, in those innings, he's been allowing hits. At the same rate as guys like Cutter Crawford, who has cut me Crawford, who has like eight more innings pitched than him. I mean, you're, we're gonna want if Willock's gonna start for us, like he has been three starts already on the year. We're gonna want a guy that's dealing, that's at least giving us four to five competitive innings. If we do have him at start uh, as a starting pitcher, now if things go right with Bayo, or you know, for the most part. Anyone else in this rotation to step up? Paxton as well. He had a good start recently, um, and he's getting he's getting closer and closer to getting called up. But I think Whitlock, you, I think we give him two more starts. By five starts, 
if you know it seems like he really hasn't gotten his, his touch going he's not giving his best stuff i don't think it hurts putting him in the bullpen and having him be a bullpen arm mm-hmm. at least until he gets going in the bullpen and then you could try him back at starter if we do need a starting pitching pitcher uh still at that point because he's a guy who's just way too valuable for us he was our he was probably our best player on our entire pitching staff last season and yeah. i mean it hurts not yeah. having him at that level this year so far. And I mean, it's clear that he's still working through that injury. And I know, that, I know that Chris Sale is Chris Sale, and you're going to give Chris Sale the benefit of the doubt, and you're going to give him the time that he needs to get right. Because, I mean, let's face it, he's their only chance at having a legit ace in this rotation, Chris Sale is. Mm-hmm. But I think you have to give the same freedom to Whitlock to try to, to get back to his Work game, his way in, yeah. To work his way back. I, I think that you need to give him um, that time that is necessary to reach the height that he was once at. Because, as you said, if Whitlock gets to that place, this is going to be a good team. It's going to be a good team. Uh, it just adds another arm that they desperately need, whether it's him or Bayo or Paxton, or if it's all three of them. I don't expect that to happen, but if it's all three of them, watch out. This is going to be a good ball club. Um, but the guy that's disappointed me, Aiden, how long have I been begging the Red Sox to just get a first baseman? Before he even got called up. <laughs> For so long. For so long, and I, I keep getting promised from so many sources, so many people, Hein Bloom, who should lose his job. We finally got a first baseman with Tristan Casas. In what world is this man a major league first baseman? Kind of looks like a kid. I mean, is he do, a man? do we like? Do people just not watch baseball anymore? That we think Tristan Casas is a major league caliber first baseman? In what world? I would be better at first plate, first base, wearing nothing but a jock strap. What's going on? How is this man a first baseman at the major league level? Aiden, his numbers are atrocious. Atrocious. He bat flipped on a walk. He bat flipped on a walk. He drew a walk, screamed to the heavens, and flipped his bat. I've heard people get shit. For bat flipping on a home run. We're going to let people bat flip on walks? I'm not. You see Cora's face when that happened. I know it was like two or three weeks ago now. Did you see Alex Cora's face when he saw that happen? He was disgusted. Disgusted. And I had the same look on my face. I was disgusted. Tristan Casas blows. Let's read off his stats here. Let me me scroll through Uh, and find his stats real quick. Uh, I got him queued it? up. Oh, I, I, you know how it? I found it? I looked for the lowest possible batting average on the page. <laughs> 128. This man hits the ball 12.8% of the time. I think that's something people forget. It's not .128. If you, want, if you really want to look at it, Alex Verdugo batting 317. That's 31.7%, right? Casas, 12.8%. You're hitting the ball. He's not hitting it for power either. It's not like when he catches the ball, he's driving it. Eight RBIs? Eight? Eight. You're supposed to be a power-hitting lefty at Fenway Park. And you have eight RBIs? Three home runs? He's terrible. This guy was was supposed to be like the next fucking David Ortiz. <laughs> he sucks. Yeah, he is not he has not been doing much for this team. Um the the one thing the one thing that you have to to be like, all right. I mean, that's not bad. Aiden, it's nothing. his walks. There's nothing. And his nope. walks. There's and nothing. his walks, he's bat flipping. So 
it's Ugh. it's a brutal time right now at first base. His OBP is two eighty one. Two eighty one. Yeah, he is. He has been atrocious. To His say the slugging least so far. is two eighty two. He's terrible. I understand. You're a young guy. You need time to develop. Whatever. This guy's been developing for like five years now, and he still blows. Trade him now when you have a chance to get something back for him. Try to. You have Justin Turner. He can play first. He's a legit MLB major league first baseman, which is something that you need to win games in this league. And I don't know why Hein Bloom. Oh, he just got a he hit. Just got a hit. Your new <laughs> first baseman just gets a hit. Unbelievable. Tristan Costa sucks. He should get cut. Let alone trade him. You should cut him. You yeah. Just cut him. He has been awful, and everyone, you know, there's. There's really nothing you could say that counteracts There's it. no defense. There's he, no defense. He's been atrocious Usually so you far. can say, hey, Ben, you're overreacting a bit. You're being kind of a baby. Nope. Not with this guy. He blows. He blows. Me playing Little League Baseball would be better than this guy. He sucks. He's terrible. 29 if, strikeouts on the year. Listen, I knew, I knew he was struggling before that bat flip. When you bat flip on a walk, you know a guy's confidence is low. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're you're not wrong at all with that. Um and we all share the same sentiment on on Casas. He's just terrible. I, I want know. him I want him off the team. I want him out of the country. He's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Make him play for the Shanghai Sharks. Yeah, just, just have him play somewhere else. He's terrible. Um, have him join Trevor Bowers team in Japan. Like, <laughs> he's terrible. Yeah, it's uh it's been a rough start for him and you know, I I wonder how much And I hope he hears every word of this. You're terrible. I really, I really wonder how his, how long do you think his leash is with Cora? It can't be that long. He hasn't played in a few days. <laughs> 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 I think Cora saw that bad flip. It was like, oh my god. Yeah, he. Oh uh, my god! It was a walk, dude. A walk. He's playing himself out of this lineup. You drew a walk and you flip your bat and scream like you just won the World Series. What? A, what a clown! Yeah, so now I, I do want to talk about some more positive stuff because, you know, the season all hasn't all been, you know, negative as, as Casas has made it seem like. I but, said I was going to be positive. <laughs> but I, I want to talk about a trio of guys that I'm very uh, much looking forward to the future in and uh, definitely through the season. I think they're going to step up big time, and one of them is at the plate right now, Rob Snyder. I'm a big fan. Talk about a gamer. Talk about a guy who is so gritty when he gets up to the plate in the field. I mean, multiple positions. He is such a good guy, got such a good player to have up against a lefty. Yeah, um, he's a bit of a utility guy too. It seems like he can play anywhere you put can, him. Exactly, can play anywhere. Can and can play it well. You know, he makes the big play. Um, very rarely is he making an gamer. error. He's an extreme gamer, and he is one of the best uh, in this lineup against lefty. Pitching and, and you know, right Which now we have him against a lefty. Needs. So, certainly, I mean that's that's something that we've been desperate about, and that's why he's been in the lineup for yeah. so many days. He's played twenty games already for a guy that's a utility guy. You know, that's basically lot. he's it's more a than a platoon at this point. Um, so he gets my credit there for uh, for just being a gamer, absolute gamer. Right now, he's hitting third in the lineup today against a lefty starter. Uh, I mean. That's, that proves it to you. I, listen, he's hitting I third saw in the lineup. I didn't bat an eye. I was like, all right, good call by Cora. I mean, I love it. he deserves that spot. Um, he's been playing at a very high level, just like you said. You, and there, there it is. Go. There we go. Well, Ribby, Scores one right him. there. That's an RBI right and there. And got Rafi up with two, two hits on the on. game. No outs. Two hits on the game for, for F-Snyder. So another guy I want to touch on is 
kind of similar to Rev Snyder in terms of being utility guy and in terms of a, someone that's, you know, he's promising for the season. He's not necessarily too young, but he's a guy that you could see playing a role on this roster. And it's Yu Chang. He's injured currently right now. He had a big World Baseball Classic for Chinese Taipei. He was great in the Angel series. He was and, great. And he, one thing that I really want to say is his the the hits haven't really come to him as easy. When he was hitting the ball, he hit three home runs. I think his first five hits, three of them were home runs. Uh, and he's not a he's not even a big power guy. No. But with that said, the biggest thing I want to give him credit to is his his fielding. When he played short for us, he was making incredible plays. Mm. He was making plays that that shortstops, the likes of Bo Bichette, the likes of Brandon Crawford back in the day, Xander Bogart, Xander Bogart. I mean, the plays that he was making was phenomenal. Absolute, you know, defensive star no just um, a legit big league play out of a shortstop yeah and and it, it's one of those things where you know down the line say we have story back and you know he can't play and he could dh and you know the lineup's hitting great i would love to see him playing short no, that's a great just point. to give us a really good defensive guy there yeah. and and he seems like a guy that's just you know loved in the locker room I, I really like him and i hope he recovers and gets back from that injury i don't think it's too bad um and i hope he comes back soon because he's such a Nice, you know, player to watch, that especially I, in the field. I really like how you brought up when the lineup gets going. It, it's kind of similar to when Steven Drew was on the 2013 team, and you yes. had that lineup full yep. of power bats, guys that were just ripping the ball all over the park, and you just had one guy designated for defense. It was like the opposite of Poppy, right? 100%. It was like designated infielder. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, I think Chang's been phenomenal when he's gotten the chance to play. Sure, he's not getting the hits, but... As you just said, this is one of the best offensive teams in the league with maybe the best offensive player in, in Raphael Devers. So, I mean, having a, a defensive player like that, it doesn't hold the lineup back. Completely agree. And the last guy I'm going to touch on as Rafi oh. ooh, just got under He's that gotta one. He's got to get his average up. So one thing. Just got under that one. One thing I did notice with Rafi, and we'll touch on it real quick in a, uh, right now, I don't know if you've been noticing, but a lot of his at-bats, he does get into 0-2 counts, and it's not like it's a huge flaw, but it's something I've been noticing this year. I feel like more than in past years, um, he's very aggressive and I love it. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I do seem, it does seem like he's always in an O two one two count, which I feel like does play to his average a little yes. bit. What do you think about that? Well, I, I think, I think the reason that's happened is he has a lot of the offensive weight on Agreed. his shoulders. So great point. Yeah. He feels a lot of pressure to get up there and get a big cut every single time. That's a great point. And when you do that, you're putting yourselves in in a pitcher's count. You're, you're going to take uh, a couple of early strikes. You're going to be swinging at everything. So I, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I just think that the reason that that's happening is because of the amount of pressure that is on him to perform. I completely agree with that. Great take. Um, and then the last guy, I said it again. Prospect, baby. Give me my prospects. Uh, Emmanuel Valdez, second baseman, who's been playing a little bit um, of spotty defense to start. Been getting better, obviously, as a rookie coming up. And to a new team. This is a guy we got last year in the Christian Vasquez trade. Our first guest on the show, Luis Guerrero, uh, formerly of the Astros organization. He told me uh, over text that, I asked him, like, listen, how are the guys that we got back for Vasquez when it happened? And he was like, straight away, Valdez, absolute gamer, guy can hit the hell out of the ball. And we've been seeing that. He's been yep. up for, he's been playing seven games, 24 at-bats. He's uh, 
eight hits, hitting 333, and he's got a home run to his name. He's got two. He's got three doubles, uh, three RBIs. He's a guy that, you know, maybe the fielding's an issue. If he's gonna get me hits, he's gonna get me one, two hits a game, uh, big at bats like he has been proving mm-hmm. so far. I mean, he's he's already hitting the ball more confidently than a guy like Casas, and. Yeah. And it's great to see in the lineup. I'm lo- really looking forward to what he can put together this year, and I hope we keep him up for an extended period of time. Yeah, I, I think Casas is a complete head case, and I think that Casas thinks that he's better than he is, which makes him think that he should be hitting a home run every single at-bat, which then makes him worse. And yeah. have you noticed yeah. that Casas talks to himself every single at-bat? Like, a ball yeah. will come in, and he'll be like, oh, ball in. Yeah, he Strike does. Strike in. Yeah. <laughs> Like what is wrong with you? Just just shut he's your a, mouth. He's an AI. And take the at bat. <laughs> just swing the bat. He had to process it. He's an AI. Like he's a loser. <laughs> like, and that's the kind of guy that when when something doesn't go his way, he's gonna melt. He's on a script. He he has he needs everything to go perfectly in every single at bat in every single game for him to perform. So yeah, he's a I'm little re- bit of an NPC. Yeah, I'm a just not of a, a non-reliable he's guy. He's just a loser in a big moment. Um. Yeah. I mean, is there anyone that stands out to you as? You know, a guy to watch, maybe not the biggest name, whatever it is. I mean, there are guys in the pen that, you know, have been phenomenal so far. Josh Winkowski, uh, John Schreiber, Chris Martin. So is there anyone that stands out to you as kind of like maybe not a star, maybe a star in the making, or maybe just a guy to keep an eye out on? I think a guy to keep an eye out for is Reese McGuire. I know that he's on everyday yeah. player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's been hitting the shit out of the ball, and he's impressed me. I like that he's impressed in, me too. In every single at bat he's been in. So um, I, I think it was the Pirates series when they lost. He he had that um, – he had hit he had that, a rope, right? That went, it went foul around the pole, but everyone thought it went fair. Yeah, and then, so it looked yeah. like he was a hero for a second. But I really like that it didn't deter him from finding future uh, success. Excuse me. One of those moments – where it looks like you're the hero late in a game, uh, in the eighth inning, hitting a home run, that could discourage a lot of guys down the line, and it hasn't. It, uh, he's it's just a sign of being a consummate pro, a consummate professional. Um, keep staying committed to your craft, doing your job, showing up every day, and he appears to be a bit of a leader in the locker room, and he's he hasn't been there very long. So I think that he's a really good presence to have on this team, and he hits for way more power than you think. I completely agree. I. Uh, he's been probably a top five to three guy that's impressed me this year. Yeah, like you just said, I had no hopes for this guy. No, I know? thought he was gonna be a boob. <laughs> he looks like a boob. <laughs> he does, and he had the whole story about the car incident mm-hmm. uh, prior to joining the Sox. You know, it was it was a guy that not many oh, people had hope strike. on. That is not a strike. Not many people had hope on Yoshi up right now. Um, we need him to play hero ball tonight. He does, and he's been great. He's been really good so far. If we want to touch on that for a second, you know, rookie of the year. He had a good start to the season. After the first week, he had, you know, he was rolling over everything, and there it is. Single, knocked one run in, and the Sox are trailing by one right now in the bottom of the fifth inning. So goddamn good. He had he had this issue for about two and a half, three weeks, maybe where he started rolling over everything and his average really took a dip. It seemed like he just needed to he's found his footing work the out the kinks. He's 100%. Found his footing. And uh, this guy's a hit machine, and he's also bringing power. I mean, and he doesn't strike out. He does not strike out. so refreshing in today's MLB, you know. He, he's Listen, the, not only can this team, the thing I love about this team 
is this the best Red Sox team we've ever seen? Not by a long shot. They're honestly, they're likely going to miss the playoffs. I just like how much grit and determination they have to stay in these games and battle their way through. They're doing it right now. They just let up two ropes the inning before, and now they're rallying a little bit here, and it's only the fifth inning. So their offense is so consistent. A lot of teams, you remember the 2021 team? Of course. When, I mean, that team would That's smoke like grinder this grinder team. They would smoke this one, but they had that grind mentality. They weren't just hitting bombs out of nowhere, like every three innings or so. They had consistent offense. They always got guys on base. They always drove them in. And I think this offense is being run in a similar way right now. So I'm really encouraged from what I've seen again. Um, and, yeah, Yoshi, just to touch on him a little bit more, easily the rookie of the year in the AL right now. He has been everything that I hoped he would be for the Red Sox. Hitting, actually, he's been more. He's hitting for way more power than I thought he would. I, everything you just said, completely agree with. And, you know, I really love, I really love how he, he took the criticism of two weeks where he wasn't really doing much. And, you know, it didn't get to him. It's a big market. Didn't get to him. He's so loved in Boston and with all the Sox fans, yeah. you know, and it's in such a short period of time. And like you said, I mean, the power's been do better we, than we could say. Do you, you think... Know? Do you think that having a guy like Masataka Otani? Yoshida, <laughs> you beat me to it. Give me Otani, Do you please. think having him here and having him find the success that he is, and if the Red Sox reestablish a winning culture here, do you think Yoshida could draw Otani to the Sox? I think that's exactly why we is that why, why we, we did pursued it? him. I think that's why we gave him the bag too. I think. I think we gave him the bag to be like, Listen, he's we're not worth, afraid. He's worth the bag on his own. Like, even if we just have him, he's worth the money and that we're giving him. if he could him. recruit. But on top of that, if you can recruit Otani to the Red Sox, if you add Shohei Otani to the Red Sox on this team, you are an instant contender. You are an instant contender. The, this team, what are they missing, Aiden? They're missing a legit ace to work with Sale, and they're missing another bat in the lineup. Otani provides both. It's... It's the perfect, we need an ace, we need a proven star hitter. How can we do that with spending one, I mean, albeit huge salary, uh, you, but... But, I mean, hey, I'd rather pay I'd rather pay Shohei Otani 50 mil or 60 mil than two different guys 25 or two different guys 30. I'd rather spend the 60 mil on the best player in the world. I mean, I think everyone would. I, yeah. He's... So good. No, and I mean, I mean, he's, and he's the crazy thing too is, you know, for a while it was okay. This guy can apparently do both. Can he do both? Okay. Yes, he could do both. Okay. Oh, but he's hitting better than he's pitching. Yeah. Why are we even having him pitch? Let's just have him hit. Then it became, he's pitching better than he's hitting. And then it became, he's doing both phenomenally. He's now doing both the best, better than anyone yeah, in the league. And now he's legitimately a top, maybe three pitcher in the entire league and a, a top 10, top 15 hitter at least. It's so impressive what he's doing. And, you know, we don't have to tell you it. You're seeing it all over the media, uh, I'm sure. He's such a good piece. I think he would be the perfect guy to bring in after this year. I mean, yeah. is he not? Like, well, my, my concern is that Henry and Bloom won't pull the trigger on the deal. But he's gonna to he's me, gonna make he's gonna make at least five hundred thousand. Oh, sorry, <laughs> at least five hundred. If you're <laughs> at least five hundred million dollars, if you're saving up all this capital, seemingly you don't pay Xander. The only big 
contract you give out this year is uh, is Massa. They have what? They probably have like forty million dollars more to spend. I mean, in yeah, this year's budget. If we re- and they elected yeah. not to do it, so there has to be a real reason why. Whether that's getting Otani, whether that's going for Soto, I don't know. But you have to get one of those guys in this offseason. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And in all honesty, I'm so, so, so in on Otani. I would, I mean, not only would I love it as a fan, but I honestly think it's perfect for the MLB. There's such a big Japanese baseball fan base in Boston. You saw it when the Angels came to town. Yep. It was like. David Ortiz came back to the league. I mean, everyone was going crazy. You, the fan base was nuts. Do you think... You can tell me if I'm reaching here. I don't think I am. I have always said, in the history of sports, they all it always repeats itself. Teams win in the same way over and over and over again. You're seeing the same thing with the Jets right now. They went and got Brett Favre. Now they got Aaron Rodgers. It's kind of a weird co- coincidence. The Red Sox have always found a lot of success with Japanese baseball players. You have Daisuke in 07. You got Koji in 2013, Tazawa, Tanaka. Now you have Masa. Do you think there's a bit of a reputation now with the Red Sox for Japanese players where it's like, that's a place we can go and find success and win championships? Benny, you must have read my mind because if you look on my laptop, I'm looking at when Murakami, which is the first baseman from the Japanese team who was, they literally call him, I think they call him Japanese Babe Ruth. No, they called Shohei Japanese yeah, Babe Ruth. Japanese Babe Ruth. But I'm pretty sure they call him Japanese Babe Ruth as well. Not because he could pitch too, but because he's like, rec- I think he had like 50 home runs in the Japanese That's league crazy. last year. He's a guy that can't come to the MLB until the offseason of 2025. But listen, Rafi is young. Rafi's one of the youngest superstars in the old. league. This team is young. And I'm, I'm not expecting Sale to be around by then. I'm not expecting the 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 guys here and there like a Justin Turner or Duvall. Those guys won't be around by then. But if you get Shohei in Shohei's second or third year on the Sox to that point, if it does come out, You've got, what, a 29, 30-year-old Rafi Devers. Yep. You've got a 31, 32-year-old Shohei. And you've got Murakami. You've got Yoshi. You've got Verdugo. These guys That's are all young. Team. These That's guys, a legit Hauk, team. Bayo, Whitlock. I mean, and then you could have a guy like, I don't expect to retain Duvall, but he could serve as like the J.D. Martinez of 2018 to that kind of team. Exactly. And it's, it's, a, it's reasonable to think that this is possible because not only – the budget thing that you just talked about, if we wanted to go ahead and be the Mets, you know, we really could be the Mets. I mean, we could spend we're way over our Mets. cap. We're exactly. supposed to be the Mets. That's that's the thing that's been The Mets so aren't supposed to be us. The last few years. Exactly. You know, you have, it's always been since, at least in our lifetime, at least since we were really little, it's always been the Dodgers, the Yankees, and the Red Sox. Those are the three teams that can afford to spend the most. They always attract the best players. And then in recent years, all of a sudden the Red Sox stopped doing it. Now we're seeing that a little bit more of that with Masataki Yoshida, even though you let Xander walk away. Yeah. But if part of your plan in letting Xander walk away is signing the best player in baseball, I'm all for it. I love Xander more than anyone. You know this. I love Xander. Um, he's one of my favorite Red Sox ever. He's been phenomenal he was, on the Padres he's this been year as well. Great on the Padres, as you just said, and he's truly one of the biggest reasons that they're a legit contender this year. If you add Otani. 
I mean, what am I going to say? Like, I mean, there's nothing <laughs> I can say after that. I mean, then he's, he's you make you make the fan base, which has been a little bit a little pissed off. Yeah, Let's you get them gone. Call it how it is. They they've been pissed, uh, and rightfully so. And wait, I didn't even mention this. I know you don't want to really talk about the prospects, but oh we still have Marcelo Myers in the pro- <laughs> in the prospect pool, and he's been doing amazing in the minors this year. I'll see you in twenty thirty five. If if you look at this plan that we've kind of written out with Shohei, Murakami, Yoshi, um, basically the Boston the or the Japan Red Sox, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean. Not only that, I mean, you get a shortstop of the future where he would probably be 24, 25 at the, at the time and likely hitting his stride if he is the guy that we all want him to be. So, honestly, I love the plan, and I'm looking forward to it. This year, I think we all understand that, at most, it's uh, 2021, I guess, you know, wild card, they so get hot year. They just got hot. Yeah, it's they weren't a great team. At, they just got well. Hot. That's what I'm saying. At most, this is what this team could be. But I, I think we all know that, and I think the, the exciting thing about it is seeing the players grow this year and compete and not give up in games as we're yeah. you know coming back from a deficit right now against the, an elite team. Yeah. So I am all for it. I think that and oh Connor Wong. Oh my God! Get out, ball. Let's go, Connor Wong with a homer to tie it. Let's go. Uh, this team has so much heart. This team has so much heart. It's so fun to watch. And, you know, this is as exciting as it gets to be a Sox fan when, when the team just doesn't give up. So, I mean, unless you got something else to say, I'm I'm proud of this team right now. And uh, we're definitely going to do a check back episode yeah. in the uh, coming coming days, maybe coming should week. We, um, should we take a look at our schedule coming up or do you want to do that at a later date Let, let's yeah let's let's take a look at the schedule because this is very important we talked about this off the air and uh this is something that we both feel is um as early as it is in the season i would go as far as saying it's a make it or break it month in terms of if we get too far behind the season it's gonna be yeah it's gonna it's gonna be tough to come back yeah, it's gonna if, be tough to come back so i mean you got the jays tonight you're in game two of that series you got two more the next couple of days if you win three out of four in this series, which is it's looking like you might be able to snag this one with the Blue Jays. Obviously, this has been a crazy game. But if you're able to go three out of four here, you're going to gain a lot of ground in your division. I mean, what are the standings in the division now? You got it's very closely knit. If you if you win this series against the Blue Jays, just from looking at it right now, you're at you're least holding tied a wild with card. Them. Yeah, you're at least tied with them. So and then you're going to the Phillies. Who knows what Harper is going to be able to do when you visit the Phillies in in the next few days. I mean, I don't think the Phillies are the same team right now that they've been. I think you can win that series. It's good to get them while they're cold. And then you face the Braves. But thank God it's only two games. So if you drop two games, if you're going to get swept in a series in the next coming weeks, you want it to be the Braves because it's only two games. Exactly. And then the Cardinals have been absolutely atrocious so far to start the year. That's a good time to have them. Same with the the Mariners. Not atrocious, but they have not been what everyone thinks they're going to be. And it's a good time to have those guys. With that said, though, it's also a great time to gain some ground on a tougher part of your schedule. And the Mariners are going to be one of those teams that's going to be scrapping for a wild card later in the year. Yeah. So it will be huge tiebreaker, to, to whatever get else. some wins against them right now when you have this momentum that you seemingly have. Uh, they're, they're just – this team does not give up. I, honestly, they could win 82 games, and I'd be satisfied with this team. They, they got grit. They got toughness. They got balls. I love it. And then after the Mariners series, Aiden, the Padres – you play your old yeah. captain. Yeah. 
I, I think they go down in that one. I think Xander's going to be playing some inspired baseball. 100%. And then to wrap kind of that whole thing up, I mean, I not not to downplay the Diamondbacks, um, but we've got the Angels coming up after the Padres, another team star-studded. Who knows what can happen in that series. Maybe you impress Shohei over there. Yeah, do that again. Um, and then again, three-game series with the Diamondbacks, a team that's been dominant, and I believe they're leading that division right they now. Are. So, uh, you know... Big month for the Sox. We're going to check in in a couple of days, in a week, whatever it is. Uh, make sure to follow us on all of our channels, Tipsy Tailgate Media, Instagram, <clears throat> Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you find your content. And uh, Benny? Biggest stretch of the season coming up. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.